I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, but you already knew that. If you guys haven't been following me on my Instagram, then you would not know that I was bedridden with COVID, which is why I didn't have episodes up for the last two weeks. I felt so bad, but guys, I just, I couldn't get out of bed. I was not feeling too hot. I wasn't even working out, so I think that says a lot. I did not move anywhere from my bed for 10 days, but anyways, I'm so excited. I have Kayla, Be Well with Kayla, on the pod today. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. We talk about her experience transferring her career path from wanting to be a lawyer to becoming a nutritionist, a holistic nutritionist, what it was like studying at IIN, what led her to create Be Well with Kayla, and so much more. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. But until then, let's get into our weekly intention. So my weekly intention is to ease back into my routines. You guys know I love my routines and I have hadn't been doing them when I was sick and I felt really out of whack. I felt not like myself and my days kind of felt really off balance. So now it feels good to ease back into my routines, but I don't want to let myself rush back into them because I don't want to relapse. And I know 
from when I was sick with mono two years ago, that it's really important to ease back into things and to take it slow because you are not at the same strength as you are before you get sick. So I'm striving to ease back into my routines and you guys can do the same if you don't even have a routine right now. Slowly ease into those routines and build those good habits and they will become lasting, sustainable habits. This leads me into the tip of my week, and the tip of my week is to schedule in your workouts. I had been doing this for my actual workouts, but not for my walks, my daily walks, and I was inspired by Ariste to do this. So schedule in those workouts, schedule in those walks, the Pilates, the lifting, anything that you are doing to get your body moving to get that daily sweat in, schedule it into your calendar, whether it be your physical agenda, like my passion planner, or it's your Google calendar, your iCal, whatever it may be, schedule in your workouts and you are more likely going to actually go out and sweat. So that is my little tip of the week. I literally have on my Google calendar walk today from 4 to 5 p.m. I have it scheduled in. Okay, this week we are doing Lanny Listens. I did not have therapy because I was sick with COVID, but I went to my Instagram to ask you guys what questions you have for me and I pulled a few of them. So let's start with what are my summer plans? So my summer plans as of right now are looking like working part-time at Lululemon, give or take the amount of hours that I would be working depending if the malls open again, but that is pretty much what my summer plans are. Oh, and I'm also doing for sure one course. I'm doing a marketing course and then potentially an elective if I figure out what I want to take. I ideally want to do two courses this summer so that in the fall I only have three, but that kind of goes into the next question of my post-grad plans. So post-grad plans, if you follow me on Instagram at LannyBFit, you know I had a little freak out, had some post-grad scaries as I'd like to call them, and I asked you guys for some advice. And my postcard plans, I don't really have plans right now. You know I'm a big planner, but I don't really have plans right now. But my plan is to hopefully, ideally, respectfully, preferably get a job that I don't hate and a job that pays decently well and that will give me experience. And I know that the first job I have coming out of university doesn't necessarily have to define my career and be like the end-all be-all, but my goal right now is to just not hate my job and I actually want to enjoy my job. So that is my goal when looking for a job. And those are my post-grad plans. So I would like to get a job that I don't hate and I want to be paid enough so that I can move out and so I can have my own place, whether it be alone or with a roommate. Someone also asked, what was COVID like for me? Like, what did I have when I had COVID? So I've been answering a lot of questions on my stories, but essentially what symptoms I had when I had COVID. It started off with a headache slash migraine. It went into between the two, fever, body aches, loss of appetite, lack of energy. Sometimes I had chest pain, but I also don't know if this was just in my head. I didn't ever lose my taste or my sense of smell. I didn't ever have a cough. Oh, I was congested at one point, but like not really congested. It was more so just the sensation. And currently what I'm still feeling is I'm still very weak. My appetite is definitely back. My energy is still low. I'm getting lots of sleep because of that and still experiencing some chest pain. 
I've been sleeping on my back in order because that's like the best, most comfortable way for me to breathe while I'm sleeping. But I'm not actually having any difficulty breathing. I'm more just like weak and I feel out of shape as you would after being sick and having a fever for 12 days. That I did. But let's let's lighten it up and let's bring it on to my current faves. So my first current fave is switching up where I'm doing my schoolwork now that I'm able to do my schoolwork. And because I was stuck in my room for like over 10 days, I've been enjoying switching up where I do my work. So whether it be my bed, even though I was there for so long, my desk, not so much right now. The dining room, I'm really liking sitting at that big dining room table downstairs. I'm very fortunate to have that. And when the weather is really nice outside, I've been enjoying sitting in my backyard and doing work. I even did a lecture outside before. So I've been enjoying switching up where I do my work. I know this necessarily may not be the best thing and not everyone will be able to do it, but I've really been enjoying switching it up. My second favorite that I have for you are Tasha Fringen workouts. I know I'm really late on this, but I really enjoy how they're kind of an in-between. The Tasha Fringen workouts are kind of an in-between for Melissa Wood Health and the Pilates class in terms of how they're structured and the type of movements and how the instructors teach. So I like how they're challenging, but they're low impact. They are the perfect workout for me right now, getting back into working out after having COVID. And I like how she uses props. So she uses like the booty bands and the ankle weights and the light hand weights and Pilates balls. I really like that. And that's what I was looking to add into my workouts. And that's what I missed from the Pilates class. I found that she didn't really use props. I only really liked her cardio workouts. Not that her other workouts aren't good. I just prefer her cardio workouts. So I'm really vibing with Tasha Franken and she's just stunning to look at. If I'm going to be quite frank here, Tasha Franken, I'm being frank. You're quite beautiful. But anyways, I'm going to end it off here and I'm going to bring Kayla onto the pod. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm so, so excited to be back and recording for you guys. And I have a lot of really exciting episodes planned, which I think you're really going to like. So I'm excited and let's bring Kayla onto the pod. So I'm here with Kayla. Welcome to the pod. Hi, I'm so excited to be on. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to be finally doing this. We keep rescheduling. So so hard to schedule a perfect time. Yes, we're both busy gals. We're gals on the go. So I'm so excited to have you on. We're gonna do some questions that I have for you and some topics that I want to discuss. But then I also asked my followers if they had any questions for you. So we'll do that at the end. But just so people know who you are, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? Oh, cool. Okay. So my name is Kayla. My last name is Pomponio. I'm from Montreal, which is in Canada and Quebec. I'm 22 turning 23 next week. Actually, I'm a holistic health coach, also a student in naturopathy and homeopathy. I'm a young female entrepreneur and I'm an Aries. So yeah. So Aries, all my Aries girls out there. Exactly. You're Leo, right? (laughs) Yes. Fire signs. Yeah. I love fire signs. My favorite. 
I recorded with another fire sign yesterday. So I just, I'm on a roll. I'm just attracting all these fire signs. Best energy. I know. (laughs) It's the best. Okay. So how did you get into nutrition and wellness? I know you originally wanted to go into law. So (laughs) what made you pivot? That's like such an extreme pivot. So what made you switch? Okay. So basically um, a couple of years ago, well, I've always really been into like health and wellness because I went through like my own health journey. Like I, I spoke about it on my Instagram many times and also on my personal podcast, but basically I went through a dieting phase where like I was really trying to lose weight. Like I wanted to lose a drastic amount of weight in a short amount of time, but I just didn't know how to do it. So I was like a chronic dieter for about two years and that brought on like a whole bunch of problems, which initially with which ended up leading me to like having leaky gut and adrenal fatigue. And that's how I had to like really change my lifestyle and become less of a dieter and more of like someone who's really into holistic wellness. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like those are two separate worlds where we get confused between the fitness industry and the wellness industry. And like, it's just so different. So I got into wellness because of that. And I started working with a naturopath. I had to change my life and All while this was happening, I was in school. I was in criminology for three years in university at the University of Montreal. And then I had graduated and had applied to law school, which I was going to go to. But then I just felt super anxious and unhappy with the further steps like coming. I just was looking at people around me and like my friends were also excited to go on to like their future paths in university. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't. So it was really last year at this time where like I made the decision to graduate, finish, and then start something else. So that's what led me to apply to IIN and to sign up and to do the um, program. I did the six months intensive and now I'm still at IIN doing hormonal specialization and I'm also doing uh, naturopathy and homeopathy at another school here in Montreal, which is a four-year program. So that's what basically got me into um, this like career field, but I've always been into it like as interest, but it's, it was like a total change when I stopped dieting and then started really practicing like holistic health. Obviously a lot went on between you dieting and coming into the lifestyle that you live now. Mm -hmm. In summary, what could you share with us about like the major things, the major lifestyle changes you made in the headspace shift into being intuitive into no longer being locked in by diet culture, really taking a hold of your health from a really healthy and balanced perspective. Okay. So basically like when I was dieting, I was always super unhappy with the way I looked. I was never okay with myself when I looked in the mirror. I was always having a bad day. Like, you know, when you have like a bad body day, like for me, Mm -hmm. that was every day. And I was also super trapped in like the social media world where I felt as though like I constantly had to post selfies and I constantly had to post when I was working out because like fitness and social media these days goes hand in hand, I find. Mm -hmm. Like if you're into fitness, like you're sharing it on social media. So it was like a vicious cycle that I was in where I was constantly like sharing my fitness and then looking at myself through the phone and not feeling confident. And I was always having like a bad body image day. And that brought on like so much negative self-talk and like restriction thinking, you know, and like my whole day was centered around food. And it's funny because now like I'm a health coach and like I coach so many people through food, but like my day does not revolve around food anymore. Like I used to literally wake up in the morning and like the first thing I would think about was food. And then the whole day I would try to like calculate and leverage like what I was eating all day 
And it was just the most toxic mentality ever. Mm -hmm. And then it was only until I started, this wasn't like a long time ago, I started doing this recently. So I'm not like, I'm not talking as if like I have so much experience in like this Mm -hmm. intuitive eating thing. It's been like just a year now that I've been doing it. It's when I really started implementing whole foods and striving for health that like my body really changed. And I ended up no longer having to think about my bloating and the way my body looked in jeans. And I just kind of let go and just like was striving to eat whole foods. And then my body ended up like changing and it just made me happier. So I got out of that vicious cycle of like constantly needing to be like in fitness. I don't know how to explain it. Like basically I used to wake up in the morning and like I was following so many social media influencers and all I used to do was consume protein shakes and protein shakes and protein shakes. And I thought that was so healthy because it's what I learned on social media. And then when I went to IIN, I discovered that there's like a whole world out there of like real food, you know, and not just packaged stuff that you throw in a smoothie. So I started eating more vegetables, more like high quality protein. I really started getting involved in the kitchen. I started cooking more. I started going to the grocery store myself and not relying off my parents to do that for me. And there's a crazy connection when like you start really taking your health into your own hands and you Mm -hmm. just see how like your body will change when like you really like make mindful choices towards bettering your health. And that's basically what happened. Those are basically the changes that I've made. And like eating whole foods like really changed my life and it changed my body, which changed my mindset. So that's how like it happened for me. And did you ever feel or do you still feel thoughts like diet culture talk come up in your head? Like, do you ever feel tempted to go back to those ways? Like I know sometimes like we can be like so like, far along our journey if we're like trying to paint a picture here and sometimes those thoughts do come up for me too so I'm curious from you does that happen to you as well the diet culture thoughts well I I see my body now as like my old body and my new body like now I'm like in a new body and not only physically I'm just in a new body like mentally and spiritually as Mm -hmm. well but honestly no like I just I don't think the same way but I'll I will have regular days where like everybody else when I mean regular where like I just don't feel my best physically you know like a day like today like I'm gonna be super honest like I don't feel my best today physically I feel kind of bloated I feel kind of like sluggish in my jeans but I'm also getting my period and that's totally normal you know before I would have been like oh my god like I'm bloated I can't post a selfie today I can't I can't go out I don't look good um what should I do should I not eat all day like those are really not my thoughts anymore you know like now I just look at it as like ah like I'm getting my period like it's normal my body knows what it's doing and I'm just gonna go about my day naturally and my like my body knows what it's doing like I have so much trust in my body and before I was just in a cycle where I was always trying to control my body Mm -hmm. and like it was just so toxic you know so I do have my regular days where like I will look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, like I don't look my best. Like, you know, like that regular stuff, but I don't put too much thought into it and I don't get back into any diet culture stuff because I really have like found my method, you know, and that's what I preach about like in my service and like on my, in my business and like why I work with my clients. Like I feel like everyone has their method and it's not about being perfect all the time. It's just about like whenever you have those days or whenever you have those months where like, you don't feel as good or you don't look as good. Like, you know what to do to get back to basics, you know? And like, especially with COVID, like there's so many people that are not at their best physique, you know, but 
Mm-hmm. totally normal. Like we've all been in our homes, like the gyms have been closed and all that, but it's really important for me to give people the tools and to give myself the tools to know what to do to like get back to my best self, you know, mentally, physically and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as for the diet culture talk, I think that's totally like left my body to be honest. Like I will have my days, like I said, but in terms of restriction and that feeling of needing to control my body and control how my body reacts like has left like I don't really feel that way I don't feel that way at all anymore and that's why I feel comfortable coaching you know what I'm saying yes because I feel like sorry if I'm going on a rant on this question no no this (laughs) floor is yours thank you (laughs) but like I feel like I get so many questions on like oh like do you ever feel imposter syndrome like about your coaching and stuff and uh not at all because I don't I wouldn't feel comfortable coaching unless I had hit that point where like I really I really made it like with myself, you know, like yeah. I really feel like I've come into my, to my own and like, I've really discovered my method. And if I had those like thoughts where I was like going back and forth with like my physique and constantly yo-yo dieting and then having the audacity to coach people, I just wouldn't feel comfortable. Like, you know, so that's why like I'm very consistent with my words, with my method, with my mindset. And that's why I feel comfortable coaching. And that's why I love having you as my coach. Yes. (laughs) If you were to give someone three tips on how to battle those diet culture triggers or those hot thoughts, as like my therapist likes to call them, what advice could you provide that Mm -hmm. is kind of, I guess it's like very broad, like an umbrella, but what advice could you provide for that? Number one, and I know this is like probably a very controversial topic but get off social media. Like number one, and I was just thinking about this yesterday, how like we, it's really important to like notice where your thoughts are coming from and they're often coming from social media. You know, we mm-hmm. don't even realize it, but we we always are scrolling through TikTok. We always are scrolling through Instagram. We're constantly comparing ourselves without even noticing it. So that's number one is like getting off social media. It doesn't have to be forever. Don't delete your account or anything, but just take a social media break or like mute some accounts or some people that are making you feel as though you should compare yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Um, number two is to just kind of surrender to like, your body like stop trying to control your body and just understand that your body knows what it's doing and I know that's much easier said than done but it's maybe you could get to it through meditation or through like deep thoughts and just accepting your body the way it is and not trying to change it or alter it anymore but just trying to better it you know better yourself from Mm -hmm. the inside out and like I did that through food you know I stopped consuming so many processed things. I ate whole foods and then I find my body changed, you know, and for the better for me. And another tip that I could give to get out of diet culture. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, 
And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. I think that is just all about like self accepting yourself, like really surrendering your thoughts. And number two and number one, sorry, is getting off social media because I think that social media is like the biggest culprit to like all of our problems today as women. And I know girls have always been insecure. Like as women, we've always been insecure, but I feel like now it's like worse than ever. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if you agree, but I think that it's like worse than ever. No, I do think it's like getting worse, but I also think there's also a light in the darkness. And if you're not ready to delete social media, maybe go through and audit who you're following. What content are you consuming? You are the five top people's content you're consuming. Mm -hmm. And that can really affect your thoughts towards them, towards yourself, comparison. So really be aware of who you're following and what they're posting. Are you taking value away from the content they're posting? Is it causing me to feel very negatively about myself? Is it causing me to question how I'm taking care of myself in a negative way? Just be really aware of it. And that's what I do. And I've been taking social media breaks and it feels really good. I took Instagram off of my homepage. My notifications are off for Instagram. They're off for TikTok. I go on the app when I want to go on it, I barely scroll. Like my friends will be like, have you not seen this trend on TikTok? I'm like, no, I literally post my TikTok and I log off. I'll respond to my comments and that's pretty much it. But like, that's why like oftentimes like people will send me TikToks and I'll be like, I don't have TikTok. I don't even have the app. And someone will Mm -hmm. be like, oh my God, like how could you not have TikTok? Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I just know that for me, like for me personally, and that's just like a mindful choice that I make for myself, consuming strangers content all day long will not benefit my day at all. It will not benefit me like mentally, physically, it will not benefit my productivity. I'm already on Instagram, like way more than I should be. Like I'm overly active on Instagram, which I personally love, but that also affects like, you know, my mental health, like just my mental Mm -hmm. clarity because I spend so many hours like screen time but for me tiktok doesn't really do much for me and you know i know that all these trends are super trendy and all that but i feel like as much as tiktok is such a good tool or like social media in general it's such a good tool to communicate to make connections like you and i met on social media you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like that's like the brightness of social media it's amazing but also um it causes so many like subconscious thoughts that we don't even realize so that's why like I personally make personal choices for myself to to protect my energy, you know, and I feel like that's what yes. you said, like mute accounts, like be aware of what you're consuming, like don't feel shy to unfollow, like do what you have to do for your energy, you know, that's what I think. Yes, yes. So on the topic of social media, you have really created Be Well with Kayla to be a brand, an iconic brand, I personally think. (laughs) Um, What led you to curate this vision and make it a reality? Like what drove you to want to create this personality, this brand on social media and not just go like through a traditional only website, not like a blogger type perspective to your Mm -hmm. practice? Um, I think Be Well with Kayla was like, created because I feel like there was a need like there was something Mm -hmm. lacking on social media that I couldn't find kind of like a goop meets like sporty and rich meets like 
Melissa Wood Health, like there was there was a gap, you know, and then I mm-hmm. saw that there was like a gap missing, and I was like, let me just fill this gap with myself. Let me just put myself in there. And <laughs> just insert me. Yeah, just insert myself. <laughs> and obviously, like it's grown to be so amazing so far, but I have so many goals like for the future as well. But I just really wanted to create a page where people could first of all find information because I mm-hmm. feel like information is lacking on social media. You know, there's so much. There's such a actually no. Information is out there everywhere. It's like honestly overly out there to the point where like everyone is so overwhelmed with information, but like truthful information Mm -hmm. that comes from like a genuine perspective is missing. And I really want to provide a a platform and a service that people could actually go to to save information. They could DM me if they have any health questions. And I only take female clients, so it's really female-based. And also a brand in itself, like just like a movement, like Be Well with Kayla, you know, like the smoothies and the the crew necks and like really like health is wealth, you know, because I've spoken so many times about how I truly know what it is to wake up in the morning not feeling well. And it really made me like rethink like the value of my life. And now Mm -hmm. you could buy like all the purses and the stuff you want, all the material goods you you want in the world. But if you don't have your health, you have nothing. So I really wanted to like encompass all that in like my brand. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. But basically it was created from something I thought was missing out there, which I think is the best. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how like so many businesses come to exactly. play and start. And like, I even learned that in school. They're like, don't think of a product. Think of an issue that needs to be dealt with. Like what is something that you feel is missing? And that's where the most successful business come from. Like think about Uber, like that didn't exist. Like Uber exactly. Eats did not exist. You know, I'm a sucker for morning routines and my listeners know I'm the queen of morning routines, but so are you. So This is very Lauren Everett's Bostic of me, but give me the rundown on your morning routine. Everything from the moment your eyes open to the moment you leave your door and start your work day. Okay. Uh, Love this. Yeah, no, you definitely inspired me with morning routines. (laughs) I'm definitely not on your level yet, but I'll get there one day. Um, (laughs) Seriously. But no, uh, basically what I do in the morning is that my alarm usually rings at, like this morning I rang at 5.15. So I try to wake up before six because that is like when I'm the most productive. So um, alarm rings at 5.15 to 5.30. I honestly pick up my phone and I scroll through my phone for a bit. I don't think it's an unhealthy thing that I do. I just like check um, what I've missed like the night before because I go to bed at literally 9.30. And then um, after scrolling for five minutes, I get up, wash my face, but I don't do my full skincare. I just rinse my face. And then I throw on my favorite workout gear go downstairs to my basement where I work out I have coffee with myself for like about 20 minutes and then I drink water and do a workout so usually my workouts are like 20 to 30 minutes long I do like low impact Pilates either like Tasha Franken Melissa Wood stuff like that and then um, I go upstairs I go make the morning blend which is like a Mm -hmm. statement in my morning routine Um, sometimes I'll pack a lunch for work which is something that I have to get better at but I did it this morning so I'm I'm proud of myself so pack a lunch (laughs) go upstairs shower get ready brush my hair blow dry the hair and I'm out the door and then I usually bring my boyfriend a smoothie on the way to work that's all (laughs) that's my morning routine but I don't journal I don't like do all the things you do which truly inspire me I'm just like not there yet but I think my morning routine is like pretty pretty good so far but it's definitely a statement without my morning routine I'd be I wouldn't be myself I don't even know who I'd be anymore you know yeah 
and that's okay that like you're not journaling or anything like everyone has Mm -hmm. their own morning routine and what um serves them and sets them up and for me too like I don't journal every single day on the weekends I actually try to challenge myself not to and to challenge my headspace around that but we all have what works for us you preach coffee before 12 I suck at doing this but what is your why behind coffee before 12 because sleep so basically I'm someone that I could have coffee all day every day like I'm a sucker for coffee Mm -hmm. so is my mom um, it's like been embedded in me since I was young because I watched my mom consume so much coffee. So I love coffee, but I just noticed that if I have it after 12, it's just not good for my sleep. And I feel like sleep is not prioritized enough, like in society and life in general. Like I personally noticed that like now in my early 20s, when I really get like enough sleep, like eight to nine hours of sleep per night, even 10, I function so much better than I did when I was in high school and I was getting like five to six hours of sleep a night, you know, or like even Mm -hmm. in Asia. So I just wouldn't function. You know, I had really bad skin. I had really bad like mental clarity. I was always tired. I always need to take naps. And I thought that was like normal life, you know, but it's because I couldn't fall asleep early enough at night. I was wired. And then my sleep would like kind of suffer from it, like suffer from that. So I preach coffee before 12. And even though you may not think that you're so, you're maybe you don't think that you're so affected by coffee, but you probably are and you don't even realize it, you know, like anxiety, restlessness and all that. So it's really important to give your body that time to like just get rid of the caffeine. It's also super acidic. I'm drinking a cold brew right now very acidic and it's mm-hmm. not good for your body and also remember that caffeine stays in your system for up to 10 hours so whether it be matcha whether it be coffee black tea whatever it is it's just not the best to be in your system before bed and the whole point is that your cortisol goes down before bed so you could go to bed and have like a peaceful sleep and you're not supposed to be like rolling around in bed for like three hours before you fall asleep like I literally fall asleep in 10 minutes So maybe Mm -hmm. try that tip. It's just a tip that I personally use. Honestly, individuality though, like if you drink coffee at four and sleep like an angel, you go queen. (laughs) But like for me, I (laughs) I just try to suggest to people coffee before 12. And it's crazy how many like, like lives I've impacted with that tip because like people, many of my clients have had insomnia and then they stop coffee at 12 o'clock and now they sleep like babies. So it's good. For me, it's coffee before 3 p.m. because that is my sweet spot. If I have it after 3 p.m., I'll be able to fall asleep, but I will wake up throughout the night, I find. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which also sucks, you know, but it's good that you're mindful about that and like you know that 3 p.m. is your time. So yes, coffee before 12, but also like coffee before any time you think is good for you, you know, because I'm a big believer Mm -hmm. in violent individuality, so And what are your thoughts on matcha versus coffee? Well, matcha is much better for us. Uh, There are Mm -hmm. some benefits to coffee. Like it does boost your brain function to some extent, but matcha is much better. But at the end of the day, it's caffeine. So caffeine is just not the best for us every day in general because of the acidity, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. But matcha just has more benefits like like long-term as well, even like the long-term energy matcha gives you. Coffee crashes are like a huge problem. Like I personally feel a coffee crash every day at one. And like I don't talk about it, but I do. And I'm just mm-hmm. being honest. Like I get like kind of like a, a mild headache sometimes. I feel like low energy. And that's usually when like the second coffee comes in, you know, but I fight it out and then like it passes. But um, matcha is also much richer in antioxidants. So I definitely think that matcha is better. The only thing that bothers me about matcha is that there's so much milk in the drink 
Like you're yes, literally that's my issue. <laughs> like it's like where's the like it's hard for me to consume all that milk. And whether you're drinking like cow's milk or plant-based milk, like there's not many benefits to milk. So I just have a really hard time consuming all that milk, not because of the calories or anything, just because I feel like I'm just like wasting a drink. I don't know how to explain it. It feels a lot heavier in my opinion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, I know like you could do matcha with water, but like, it's just not as thrilling as coffee. Like coffee is just more exciting, but yeah. that's Okay. And then Still on the topic of coffee, what is your go-to coffee order from any coffee shop? Like, what are you ordering? Mm, good question. Uh, recently, it's been cold brew. I feel like it changes. Now it's been the cold brew from Starbucks. I'm obsessed. But I also love going to buy the, like, blonde rose from Starbucks at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so good. So good. So good. Um, with no sugar in it. But I don't have that too often. So, yeah, cold brew, definitely. I like the blonde roast. But I also just love a vanilla latte. Like that is like, I don't have it often. I think I have it like maybe once every two weeks. Like I'm going to be honest because like I try to stay away from the, the sugar-free vanilla. But vanilla latte with some oat milk and like a pump or two of sugar-free vanilla is where it's at. So that's my favorite drink, I have to say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, you're for sugar-free syrups. I'm not for it. Like I, I don't have it on a daily basis. I prefer stevia, but mm. that's like taste wise, that's my preferred drink. Like on a daily okay. basis, I just drink like a cold brew or like a coffee from my house with like the milk that I'm I have personally, which is usually like the Elmhurst one that has like mm-hmm. some ingredients. But if I'm going to Starbucks on a rare occasion and I want to like treat myself or like spunk up my life, not necessarily treat myself, but you know, just have something different, my go to like drink if I'm in the mood to like do something different is the vanilla latte, but I on ice, but I don't have it often. Like the last time I had it was when I sent it to you, I think. And that was like three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. You got me hooked on them. Yeah, it's so um, good, guys. <laughs> like so good. We love it. Okay. We're both huge fans of skincare, hair care. You helped fix my hair. Um, <laughs> love that. What are your current beauty faves? It can be skincare, hair care, body care, whatever. Okay. So current skincare faves, and like this may sound a little different because I'm someone who's dealt with cystic acne and like is still dealing from the repercussions. I talk about it all the time on my Instagram stories, how like I have very bad acne scarring. So currently I'm loving Skin Medica. I'm loving the HA moisturizer and I just love how it's not too silky. Like I need something more whipped. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. So that's my favorite moisturizer right now. And I find for like my skin type, it's really hard to find a moisturizer that stays on all day and that doesn't get oily. So it's amazing. Another skincare fave is the Elta MD SPF. Girl, I don't know who's listening, but go buy the Elta MD SPF. It's amazing. I've never worn SPF every day like I do now. It's like the, my favorite step in my routine. And it's a game changer. Favorite shampoo is definitely the Dream Lengths by L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. It's totally changed my hair. Like my hair got so much longer and thicker. It's crazy. I used to have like these extensions in my hair totally ruined my hair and now for like a year and a half I've been like rebuilding my hair and like it looks much better so great uh dream lengths from L'Oreal now I'm starting to get back into makeup again because like I just haven't been wearing makeup all throughout COVID and like I feel like now that life is like kind of opening up again very slowly I'm starting to wear a bit more makeup so I like the Charlotte Tilbury flawless foundation 
Mm-hmm. I'm wearing it today. It's super good. The NARS concealer, the creamy concealer by NARS. The Pillow Talk by Charlotte Tilbury lip liner. Um, yes. And I'm really liking the uh, milk makeup, like brow gel. I get it in like the medium brown color. Really good. So other than that, I think that's pretty much it for my beauty right now. My faves. Yeah. If you good. like the milk eyebrow gel, you would also really like the Ilia beauty one. Because I, I was yes. hooked on the milk one. And now I just tried the Ilia one because they sent it to me. And like, I, okay. I love it. I'm down. I'm really down for that. I'm going to try yes. it. Okay. So... We're going to make this a little fun. We're going to do rapid fire as like answer these as like fast as you can. Try not to like go off on a tangent. These are questions (laughs) that my followers asked me, well, for task you. And I think it would be fun to spice it up and like just answer them like really fast. I don't know. Okay. 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 Ready? I'm ready. Is your morning blend a non-negotiable in the AM or do you change it up every day? It's a non-negotiable, but sometimes I'll replace the banana with raspberry if I'm making the smoothie for someone else and they don't like banana. Next. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know you wanted to be a health coach and nutritionist in like one word? Uh, Well, oh, in one word? Uh, Passion. In one word. I always knew it was my passion. Okay. What's your opinion on vegan diets? It's bio-individual. It depends on the person. It's not for me. What are your thoughts on certain diets such as keto, Mediterranean, et cetera, in regards to hormones? Uh, Good. Specific diets for specific symptoms, definitely. Don't just hop on any diet, though. Consult a professional. What is a staple in your diet? Spinach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that answers the next question. Spinach or kale? Spinach, babe. All the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your fave superfood or supplement that you've added into your life in terms of health? Spirulina has changed my life. Any specific spirulina brand? I feel like uh, more Organica. Organica. Organica spirulina is top five. Okay. And do you have like a specific amount? Because I know spirulina can be very overpowering if you put too much. One teaspoon. Okay. <laughs> what made you want to start a blog style page for your practice? because I feel like it drags attention towards my business and also I knew I was going to be good at it. So I definitely wanted to put myself out there in that way. And lastly, we kind of touched on this already, but what is your go-to Starbucks order? You're only going to Starbucks. What are you ordering? Cold brew. Okay. Amazing. That was so fun. Okay. So before we wrap it up, I always like to ask my guests, what's one piece of advice you want to leave the listeners with? If they only take one thing from this podcast, what do you want to leave them with? Um, ouch, that's kind of hard to say, but I think that <laughs> overall involving health and wellness, since that is my t- like my realm of knowledge, definitely think for yourself, do what's best for you and do not compare yourself. Like if you're listening, you're beautiful, your body knows what it's doing and you will get there. Like give yourself time. So if anyone needs to hear that today, I'm here to remind you that you're on the right path. Give yourself time. I love that. And plug yourself out. Where can the listeners find you? Okay. So you can follow me on Be Well with Kayla on Instagram. And my website is kaylapomponio.com. But my website is actually going to be all brand new next month. So stay tuned. 
Yes. And it will all be linked in the show notes as always. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. This was a lot of fun. It really was. I'm going to be on Kayla's pod, well-rounded. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you like this episode. It really helps to support the pod. I love you guys so much. And we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.